Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071, a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts, Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Good morning and welcome to the third and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk Radio 71 and live streaming on your favorite device. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly on this uh, Monday, April 10th, 2023. Coming up in just a few seconds, am I the asshat? I have two standing by. Then we have the Dirt Alert. Then a ton of news from the world of Star Wars and Indiana Jones. We, I'm sure we have thoughts. Uh, I have strong thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then we'll end the show with White House egg hunt fun facts. Yes, today. Lex had no idea about these fun facts. Yeah, there's some fun fun facts about this. They're fun. Easter egg hunts. Yeah. They're fun facts. They're fun facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but right now, let's get to it. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Okay, uh, here we go. Am I the asshat if I didn't accommodate dietary needs for my kid's birthday party? Here we go. Uh, I'm in the early planning stages for my kid's birthday in July, which is a very hot where we live. I'm considering renting a local park pavilion with a splash pad with 44 people, 16 kids. It'll definitely be a good way to keep everyone cool without making a huge mess of my house. Here's the problem. Uh, Just in my immediate family alone, we have a lot of complicated food restrictions. We have several that are vegan and gluten-free, as well as keto. Eating together is always a challenge, but for birthday parties past, I've always gone out of my way to accommodate every single person with main dishes and desserts. Obviously, if we do the party at home, I can accommodate per usual. But since we're doing this at a park pavilion, I think food really needs to be op- uh, needs to be open, serve, and easy. I'm considering just ordering pizza delivery because it's cost-effective and easy, but there are no delivery places near us with vegan and gluten-free and keto options, 
and there's no reasonable way to prepare our own keto and vegan food on the side. Of course, I could still accommodate with cupcakes, but I need to prioritize simplicity, and I'm at a, I'm at a loss for the main dish. The rental is only a two-hour window, so I know they could simply eat beforehand, but I feel guilty doing that. Uh, should I just let people with food restrictions know the menu is pizza delivery? Um, but vegan, gluten-free, keto cupcakes will be provided. Am I the asshat? 651-641-1071 for not wanting to accommodate every dietary need at my kid's birthday party. Lex? This is so hard because I'm in the absolute same boat. Are you? With my family. Oh, yeah. Everyone has different things and they're gluten-free. And then, you know, my husband doesn't eat meat. And then uh, there's just certain things. Are you an asshat for not accommodating that? I think that because it's only a two-hour window, she's accommodating it with the desserts to make life easier. Don't serve food at all. You would just say, can I say that? Without, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess you can order pizza, especially like if there's like little kids, but yeah, definitely put that into the. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm also assuming that the kids aren't the ones with the dietary restrictions, but, um, you know, maybe to have some options there. But yeah, in general, I would just put that in the invite and then move right along. Let the guilt go. Let the guilt go. Yeah. Just accommodate with the desserts, which it sounds like she's already doing. Holly, what do you think? I'm in the same boat as Alexis. Look, you're doing the best that you can, but there's Mm -hmm. only so much that you can do to accommodate people's special dietary needs. And at the end of the day, if you do have those really mm, restrictive dietary needs, then you have to be responsible for putting on your own seatbelt before yeah. helping others. And and I would assume that there is an understanding, but she is doing the gesture with the dessert like, hey, everybody, yeah. I, I get what's going on. Yep. But, you know, sometimes if you are in that boat, you got to look out for yourself. Yeah. It, it's just it's or bring your own food kind of thing. I've oh, got yeah. the dessert, you oh, know, totally. and it saves you money and time and stress. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, too. I, I think one little gesture is enough. But knowing all I mean, not just one, but it looks like three specific accommodations. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm sorry. I think that's a little much. Yeah, I think it's all or nothing. For- you yeah, either do, me, do it you. all and then accommodate the dinner, the desserts and everything, or just do the desserts, which sounds like she already has that covered. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. Uh, and because you don't want anyone into, to feel left out. So maybe don't even order pizza. Don't yeah, even do that. Yeah. You're, you are getting to a point. I don't even care well, about later. the feeling left out part. Uh, oh, personally, don't? Oh. I don't. I don't. It's like, you know what? I'm kind of more in the. I'm I'm having everybody over. I'm doing the very best I can. There are three separate categories that I have to accommodate. I I don't know. No, yeah. I just eat beforehand. It's it's just too much, too much. Um, let's go to Jennifer on line one. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. How do you feel? Hi. I think that the host is not the asshat. I feel my kids and myself all have dietary restrictions. And I see it kind of like diabetes. I'm not going to have the host make sure that everything is, you know, diabetic friendly, just like our dietary dietary restrictions are our problem. So we'll eat beforehand. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Yep. I like the all or nothing thing. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Ava writes to us via Twitter. Uh, she should just get some fruit and veggie trays and call it a day. Oh, you <laughs> yes. know what? That, he's right. Yes. Yep. You know what? That, that actually might be the solution. Yeah. Here's some celery. Uh, well, it's only two hours, right? Uh-huh. Well, and yeah. Amanda puts on Twitter the best thing we did was switching the birthday parties to the afternoon out of the range of meal times. <gasps> oh, yes. Yes, in between lunch and dinner. Yes. Yep. Smart. That's a great idea. Hell, I've had parties for adults where I do not want to mess with um, herbivores, carnivores, pinkasaurs. You know what I mean? I'm just like, <laughs> let's let's just do at let's do a party where it's either past dinner time. You know what I mean? I'll do. Yeah. I'll schedule it. Here's so some apps. Thank you. Yep. And if you can eat them, great. If not, kiss my butt. You're, you <laughs> well, know what I, I mean, mean? <laughs> with apps, you can kind of have like like the fruits and veggies. You can have yes. You can you know go with like a cheese plate or something that you know maybe can accommodate more people. Well, yeah, Absolutely. and then uh, people at the party, you're responsible for your own snacking. Yeah. You don't have to have a snack if you don't want to. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Here we go. Another one. Am I the asshat for refusing to go to my mother in law's house for Easter dinner? Uh, here we go. Um, I'm a 31-year-old female. I had to cancel Easter festivities with my side of the family because I let my kids go away with my uh, significant other's parents for the weekend, not remembering that today was Easter and they wouldn't have been home in time to make it over there. So anyways, yesterday, my significant other and I were running errands, and I told them that since we weren't doing Easter with my family and since his parents didn't have plans because they went away for the weekend – then I just wanted to chill out at our house and have a quiet dinner and in an Easter egg hunt with just us and our two kids when they got back. He said that sounded great. Fast forward to today. I woke up. I put a roast in the slow cooker, hid some eggs so everything would be ready. By the time I was done, my significant other called and said, hey, mom decided last minute to make lasagna and cake and wants everyone to come over because it's also his brother's birthday. Needless to say, we got into a huge argument when I told him I wasn't going to go because I'd already uh, have our dinner cooking and reminded him of the plans we made as a couple that he agreed to yesterday. Long story short, he called me an a-hole and a stuck-up biatch, all because I refused to drop everything and go over to his mother's house. I told him that it's not my fault that they decided to wait until the last minute and I shouldn't be treated like this. So now I guess I'm spending Easter alone and eating the dinner that I cooked by myself. Am I the asshat? Oh, no, you're not. Um, I would talk to the husband and ask if this was a surprise. You know, we're, we're, we like, you know, we are patterns type of people here, or, you know, species. <clears throat> so, you know, she sounds like she likes plans. And when you just kind of disrupt them like that, she's taking care of herself. Now, you might not like the answer. And if he goes, then you know what? Go and have a, a great time. You know, I, I would ab- it just just know your partner, and it doesn't sound like this is a big surprise, and he shouldn't be that surprised. So no, not yeah. the asshat. She's taking care of herself. I mean, would it be nice that she went and and maybe she could buck up and do it, and maybe she's done that in the past, but you know, um, maybe she doesn't want to be there. And you, why would you want someone who doesn't want to be there there? So just go by yourself. It sounds like that's great. Now, she's kind of upset, though, right? Because the plans on her side were yeah. flipped as well. Yes. So, no, not the asshat. Holly? 
not the ass hat. She had plans. Yep. It was clear what the plans were. Then the mother-in-law throws in uh, this grenade at the last second mm-hmm. and expects everyone to drop their own plans in order to accommodate. No, when you do that last minute, then you just put it out there and who can come can come. Yes. But don't expect people to be changing their plans just for you. Also, the husband's reaction. I don't like it. Yeah, he's kind of ass hatty there. Yes. Don't like it. What do you think, uh, Jace? I, I want to be clear. <laughs> I... My mother-in-law would not do this. I want to be clear. Um, But I do have a problem. And it is, I have no problem admitting this. It is the only child in me. It is my independent streak in me, in my wiring, in my hard wiring. I do not like to be told where I have to go for holidays. Oh, sure. I know that there is compromise. Marriage is compromise. I have, comp, you know, I have done, a, uh, we've been together for 10 years because I don't really have any family here except for my, well, now my mom, you know, a few years ago, but I did, an, you know, a lot with Colin's family. So, you know, check's been paid, girl. Check's been paid. I have put in my time. I have put in my time. So if I, no, and I'm saying that not as a joke, but I'm being, I, my friend Joanna says this, and I love this term. Uh, she's my British, she was advocate for yourself. So I have, if I do not, after 10 years, if I do not want to go to a family function, I now have no problem saying no. Yeah. Yeah. I shan't be going. I love you. Mm -hmm. I love the family. Um, They probably don't want you there anyway. They don't because (laughs) You're going to be a sourpuss. (laughs) I'm going to be a sourpuss and I don't want to talk about the latest headline that they're reading on TikTok. Right, yeah, no, I, I don't mean that in a <laughs> no. bad way. I'm just saying, you know. They don't like, want me there either. No, you're probably right. The, you, the you large reach... chunk of the family doesn't want me there anyway, so well, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and you reach the point in a relationship, if you've been in a relationship for a decade, you yeah. don't need to entertain the optics no. of what it means to, to participate in these things. I, I think mm-hmm. it's just like, you know what? I'm self-caring right now. Clearly, there will be other celebratory or there are other events where we can get together in the future. But right yeah. now, I'm going to do my thing. And I don't like the last minute thing. Oh, no. You know, if you throw that, you throw, that's a big thing. It's a holiday. Yeah. People have the, the roses on it. Yeah, the plants, the train has left the station. Yeah, brother's birthday, too. I mean... I don't care. How does he feel? <laughs> like, oh, by the Go way. Get some riblets. <laughs> Wait, well, no yeah. meaning like he's like, well, oh. okay, well, I guess we'll just make some make a meal for you, you know, last second, too. I want to say it again because I have gotten in trouble in the past. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're fine. They know. I am not talking about my mother-in-law. No, of course not. No. <laughs> my mother-in-law does not do that to me. But, yeah. Oh, I do not like, oof. 
Yeah, Could see, and, like and I'm like the opposite. Something comes up. Oh, really? okay. Yeah. It, oh. Well, it, 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 it does all depend on everything. But, you know, it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Let's go. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so it, it does depend. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know your partner, right? Yep, I mean, absolutely. You also know yourself, especially if you've been together as long as you have been. Like, you don't want my company right nope. now. And I'm actually doing you a favor. You have a choice. You can stay with me or you can go to your family. Now, would you, are you upset that... Maybe because he chose his family, yeah. So that's another thing that maybe, yeah. You guys got to work out. Um, that was a good one, but I, that's I a good that, one. Yeah, that's a good conversation starter. This is a my talk dirt alert. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning, let's get you caught up with uh, a lot of entertainment news happening. Holly's going to get you Ooh. updated. So you know what to talk about around the water cooler that people don't really talk around anymore. Anyway, it's the Duraler. Hello, Holly. Uh, for your metaphorical water coolers, That's for right. your Slack chat, for uh, your <laughs> Trello board, for whatever you're talking on, Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn broke up after six oh. years of dating over the weekend. Oh, oh man. Lex, oh. I feel so horrible. Yeah. Imagine the album. (laughs) Oh, I feel bad. I mean, I feel terrible about that. Wow. Well, six years is a long time, right, Holly? I mean, come on. Look, that's that's a long time in in regular folk relationships. So, six years, like you said, Jason, in the last hour in a Hollywood relationship, in an entertainment relationship, that is forever. They started dating back in 2016, and they have been private. Very much so so over the years, you know, which was a a 180 for Taylor Swift, who is used to having very public relationships, including having uh, house parties with Tom Hiddleston wearing an I Heart TS shirt. Remember that? Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. She kept this one. Yeah. Yeah. Six years times it by gay is 18. You know what I mean? She was there 18 years. Almost two decades. Times it by lesbian, 24. Oh, so, yeah. hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I uh, realized that was the gay, the gay system. multiplier there. Well, yeah. Lesbians work in a different math system. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. You carry yeah. a little chart, you know, mm-hmm. with you in your in your bag when you're I do. I have going my, around. I have <laughs> my, my, my lesbian calculator and my gay calculator. Yeah, well, now folks were doing the math on Taylor Swift's relationship because she added the breakup song, The One, to her heiress tour set list a week before the announcement of her split with Joe Alwyn. Uh, she had replaced her Invisible String song with The One. And so that got Taylor Swift fans thinking like, oh, what is she doing and why is she doing this? And it's mm. all coming back, mm, back to me now. Well, it's better than it's vague all clear. Yeah, you know that's I mean? true. Yeah. Yeah. This not, is not, her version. It was yeah. her own Easter egg hunt before the actual hunt. <laughs> Yes, okay. it was her own Easter egg hunt. <laughs> now she's looking for another sweet honey. I wonder who that will be, huh? Oh, Pete oh. Davidson. Oh, well, he's busy. <laughs> he is. Because he over is the busy. weekend, he was hanging out with Martha Stewart, you guys. Oh, my girl. Yeah, Martha Stewart. Uh, she welcomed Pete Davidson and his girlfriend, Chase Wee Wonders, over to her uh, house over the weekend. She said they were out looking at our beautiful town of Bedford, and I showed them around the farm and inside the winter house where the Easter bunnies were getting ready for Sunday. Yeah. Love it. I want. I want to go to there. Yeah, the Bedford is oh. Martha's Restaurant. If you want to hear my review of that, I went there over the weekend. Download Hour 1. 
Fantastic. I love you, Martha. We all love you here. We all love you, Martha. Oh, we love you. And, you know, you were talking, Jason, about her restaurant in Las Vegas, the Bedford, that some of the ingredients come from Martha Stewart's own farm. Yep. She is hard at work. She is laying it down. Yep, she sure is. She was showing pictures on Instagram over the weekend. So she and her gardeners are hard at work making your cilantro for when you mm-hmm. go to the Bedford in Las Vegas. Thank you. I appreciate that, the effort that she put into that cilantro. <laughs> oh, delicious. Uh, you know, and something else delicious. We talked about it at the top of the hour, but Hollywood is very excited that kids are getting their butts back into movie theater seats because Super Mario Brothers made $200 million at the box office over the five-day holiday weekend. Whoa. Huge. Huge. That was even more than they expected or at least projected right wasn't it like 150 or something in that one day they got like 30 million (laughs) yeah you know the early reports were saying that Ah. this movie was gonna make 150 million dollars and that was the you know big estimate where they weren't being conservative but by all means that was the reach people are ready to leave the house oh they are (laughs) they want out girl that's the read they want out you don't have to worry about your muffin your kids you know what what are they gonna say now (laughs) is a nip gonna come out uh oh i i I did hear that maybe yoshi's right nipple might be making a cameo yeah (laughs) (laughs) gotta love those yoshi nipples (laughs) when we come back a lot of star wars news from a (gasps) galaxy far far away we'll discuss next website or app oh tani you can come to my house i've got to show you my soffits and fascia (laughs) oh yeah got that done last year thank you jtr roofing now that is the perimeter and the undercarriage of your roof i didn't realize you can have damage down there I thought it was all on the top of the roof, but hey, they came, they conquered, they did it. And I'm so grateful, especially with the weather that we've had uh, this winter. So at what, which of course now with spring and the, and the rain and everything. And that's what's so great about working with JTR Roofing. They'll come out, they will help you with all of your exterior projects. I'm talking gutters, soffits and fascia, windows, roofing, siding, stor- storm damage. They've got you. And that's what's so wonderful. They also help with insurance they have a lot of experience dealing with that they help the twin cities and western wisconsin so give them a call 651-777-7394 or go to jtrroofinginc.com tell them i sent you to save a thousand dollars welcome back jason and alexis in the morning right here at my talk everything entertainment everything chewbacca Jace, Lex, and Holly. Hi, too. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that's Chewie's way of saying he loves you, too. C3PO's here as well. I'm going to regret this. No, you won't. You'll be fine. Uh Uh-oh. Wow. Han Solo is, uh... Han Solo's here as well. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Doing great, Han. Thank you. <laughs> the and droid the- situation has really flipped its head, hasn't it? That's right. Uh, when you're watching The Mandalorian. Oh! I know. Are you good or evil? I can't uh, Which tell. one is it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, and Jawa's here, too. Oh! <laughs> uh, well, our Star Wars friends are here because on Friday, Star Wars Celebration kicked off. If you're not a nerd like we are, you're like, what's that? It's basically the Star Wars fan convention. Uh, that they have 
Uh, well, sometimes yearly. <laughs> There's been a few years where it hasn't been on, but uh, this one's in London. And you kind of guess it. It's where all big Star Wars news is released, or they try to. They save it for their own con. And boy, did we get a lot of news. So I'll just go through some headlines, and and we'll we'll talk about it. I'm really curious of what you two have to say about a specific headline. I'll start with the biggest. This literally popped early Friday morning our time. We now know when Star Wars will be back in theaters. Because right now, as you guys know, Star Wars is living on television. We haven't had a movie, a theatrical release since 2019's Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. which wrapped up the Skywalker family saga. And since then, Disney's like, you know, let's take a break and try to figure out what we want to do here. Yeah, let's do some TV uh, series that are pretty awesome. Yeah. So now they're revealing that they are going to do three movies. They revealed three movies. One is going to take place about 25,000 years before the events of the original Star Wars, focusing on the birth of the Force. <clears throat> the beginning, kind of the director, James Mangold, who did the latest Indiana Jones, described as kind of like the Ten Commandments, Charlton Heston of, of the Force. <clears throat> the second, excuse me, is That's going cool. to take... Yeah, the Origin second stories. Is, mm-hmm. Yeah. The second is going to take place in the Mandalorian time frame. So the time frame that we're in right now with Mandalorian and Boba Fett that takes place after the events of Return of the Jedi. The Empire is destroyed, but there are remnants of bad people around. And then the Love. third, the third, which is likely the movie that we're going to get first. The rumor is 2025. Uh, this was a big surprise. It is the return of Ray. Yes. And it will be the events. It'll be 15 years after the events of Rise of Skywalker with Ray trying to rebuild the Jedi uh, ranks. Oh, I love this so much. I think that's absolutely right. The biggest news to come out of this celebration. And we're so excited. We love her. Yeah. Holly, you feel the same way? Yeah. I feel like uh, the last movie kind of did that character dirty. Yeah. And I didn't like the creative choices that they made with Ray. So I'm hoping that we can have a redemption story of sorts mm-hmm. with Ray in this movie. Yeah. I I am with you. And I know the a lot of man nerds. Uh, man, boy, nerds are oh, no. not thrilled about this. Oh, wow! Crying uh, river. Yeah. Why? What's their beef? Oh, yeah. Come on. They don't like Ray. They don't like Ray. They. A lot of them are man babies that literally hate on every. Look, there's a lot to. There's a lot to criticize in every IP in every pop culture yeah. property out there. Yeah, you can have there's, an opinion. You can have an opinion. You yeah. don't have to like everything that Disney has spit out of Star Wars. I don't. I love Star Wars and I'm critical. I don't like everything they I didn't love Solo. Um, I've watched it twice and I'll probably never watch it again. Um, but watching the reaction of some of these YouTubers who I think they're just negative because negative gets clicks. But anyway, ding, that's ding, a whole ding. other that's a whole, that's, that's, that's it. A, yeah. But my God, they were ripping this before they even know what the the full premise is gonna be. Anyway, I personally love this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have an opportunity to knock it out of the park and fix some of the things 
that, like Holly and Alexis just said, that folks didn't like in the sequel trilogy. And there are rumors that Finn will be back and even Kylo, even Adam Driver might be back in some way. (laughs) And I I think it could redeem what? what? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Believe me. We like it. We like it. Yes. You know, and I think with with that trilogy, uh, uh, the characters were great. Yes. And so maybe we can have an opportunity to rearrange the kitchen a little bit. They're older. They're established. Let's see what kind of stories we can tell with them. And Ray kicks butt. Okay. She is great. I. So this will be a continuation of the last one or right before. Because 15 years. I also, I had the impression that it, like an asteroid came (laughs) and like everyone's gone. Did you see Rise of Skywalker? I did. Yeah. But, no, there was no asteroid. But like the sun came up, and maybe that's all that was. <laughs> but I thought yeah. it like came up and burned everybody. What? No, <laughs> Ray and no. No, so they thought... survived that. Good. Oh, yeah. I feel like if they were all incinerated, we would have been talking about it. <laughs> right. yeah. I, I kind of, I, I, maybe that was my that, own interpretation. You're thinking Rogue One, no, Lex. You're thinking Rogue yeah. One. Oh. The entire cast died in Rogue, oh, Rogue okay. One. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Phew. All right. That makes me feel so much better. Thank you yeah, for helping me. Yeah, you're thinking Rogue One, my love. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the mind map of what mm-hmm. happened happens in that Star Wars universe. Okay, good. Then they're very good. <clears throat> there were just a couple of guys I was listening to, and I I, I don't want to label this, put this label on every critical man baby YouTuber, but I really do believe, I'd be lying to you if I didn't, a lot of these men, these overgrown children, they just don't like that the main character is a, is a heroine, is a woman. Misogyny! I really do believe that. I think they just have a fundamental problem with the character of Ray because she's a woman. I do. God, you'd think that they'd be like, ooh, like, you know, seething. Now, look, some of them have great, uh, like, I don't like, like Holly said. Salivating. That's I think what I mean. Cra- I think they crap the bed in a couple ways mm-hmm. with not only Ray's character, but especially Finn. They really oh. cheated him out of a great storyline. Yeah. Sure did. Um, so I hope there's some redemption for him. Uh, but anyway, and then the movie that takes place during the Mandalorian. We're talking Star Wars. Big news over the weekend. The uh, the the movie from uh, Dave Filoni uh, that will come out probably in about six years that takes place in the Mandalorian timeline. That'll be great. You know about the the rise of the First Order. How really? Because this is that's a fun period. The period after Return of the Jedi and before the Force Awakens. How did the First Order come to be? You know what I mean? That's all. That's a thirty-year time period that's rich with stories. Whoa, how did all that happen? So, I don't know. I was excited by all the news. Yeah, I, the, all three of them sound really exciting. Yes, the Ahsoka trailer looked really good. Um, the newest, the Ahsoka show that's coming out with Rosario Dawson. Oh, she looks just beautiful. Yeah, that starts streaming in August. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, a lot of just a lot of good Star Wars news. I just I I'm remaining positive. These these people that just hate on stuff just to hate on stuff. I don't get it. it Andrew like, two is coming as well. Yeah, now, I don't know if you well. were as excited about that because I really liked season one. You not so much, but not so much. But um, I just think it's such a great story to continue and see what happens. Well, I was even thinking about uh, um, Empire Strikes Back was on a TNT over the weekend oh, yeah. while we were in Vegas. 
And I was thinking about the current. If you look at TMZ, there's even a story. People are freaking out. The the man babies are losing their mind over this current episode of uh, Mandalorian with Jack Black and Lizzo. Yeah. Look oh. now. Look. Look. Was it the best episode? No. Um. But you show me any season of a television show that's near perfect, and and, and it's rare. Happens, but it's rare. Wasn't my favorite episode. But they're bemoaning. They're like, this is the end of the franchise. It was silly. It was goofy. And I, I need to remind these people, go back and really watch the original trilogy. It's mm-hmm. silly. Th- thank think you. Of Yoda. Think of Yoda mm-hmm. in Empire Strikes Back with the flashlight. Yoda was a ridiculous character. They were scared. George Lucas was so scared that people were not going to accept this puppet. Think of the dial. Those the 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 original trilogy. It's for kids. Yes, it's silly and goofy and, and endearing. Go- yes, and silly in parts on purpose. I, I just I yeah, don't understand. They, just have they to take send, it too They need seriously. something to say. You're. I think you're right on with the clicks and stuff too. Or it's yeah. just like, you know. Can you imagine going on and going? I love everything. I know. Conversation over. Conversation <laughs> over. Yeah. <laughs> Conversation over here. Uh, when we come back, we love good fun facts, and Alexis has them about eggs. On the My Talk website or app. Run to Red. Hi, everybody. It's Chase for Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, I'm going to tell you, Red Cow and Red Rabbit are closed on Mondays, but they'll be open tomorrow. But you can still take home. Uh, you can still take Red home with you right now with Red Cow canned beverages. That's right. They're now available at liquor stores all over the Twin Cities. They have their Red Cow Mule and Red Cow Ginger Beer. I am not, I, I'm, you know me, I'm not a big ginger beer fan, but I actually like these. I have a, uh, I have like a six pack in my house. Um, I really enjoy these. And again, I'm not a ginger beer fan. And the mule, well, I love mules. So, you don't have to run to Red to get Red. Take Red home with you. Find canned beverages at your local liquor store and at Red Cow. Now, tomorrow game on. Before you go see Hamilton, make sure you get down to downtown early and run to Red Rabbit for a delicious Italian dinner or a burger at Red Cow. This week, run to Red. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I might talk one to 7-1 Everything Entertainment. Everything, how do I say goodbye? We'll be saying goodbye in Adios. five minutes. That's right. Peace out. Jamata. <laughs> We're so glad you're here. Sit back, relax for the next few minutes. Let's wrap things up with a fun fact. Oh, here's a fun fact. That's right. Alexis has Easter egg roll fun facts. Yeah, I just thought this was fun. The White House Easter egg roll is today. Uh Now, it started in 1878 and went until 2019, of course, with COVID. They didn't do it for two years. It came back last year. And I was reading about the family that supplies the eggs. And I thought this was really interesting. So uh, the other thing is there's also a personal connection because in the mid-80s, we lived in Virginia. Yeah. Dad worked at Quantico, and we did this exact egg roll. Wow. And there's even like this little wooden egg that my mom still has. Hmm. Uh, uh, so anyway, I just thought, legs. hey, this is kind of fun. The White House asked for 30,000 eggs this year, which is 
almost double what they asked for last year. And the same family um, called Broswell, their family farm, they provided the eggs. Now, this year, they also dyed the eggs, which isn't typical. The White House, when they put out their, I guess they put out like a proposal to farms, can you do it or not? They asked at the same place. Not only supply the eggs, but dye them as well. And I did not realize this, but every year, they, of course, they have a certain aesthetic that they want yeah. to stick with. They give the farm five egg colors to dye the eggs. Now, of course, that will be revealed today as they do the roll. Um, but they have to get that right. And then they found places to do that, which I thought was really interesting. So there's a motif every year. There is a motif Ooh. every year, yes. And then they have to, you know, transport the eggs and then find a a, a kitchen that they can boil all of these eggs and dye them. Then they have to have a chilled storage facility in Virginia. So it's quite a trek that these eggs go on that I, I guess I just didn't think about. Until now. And when you think about, too, with the egg prices and everything that's going on, you know, it's like, wow, bravo. Good job getting there. I just love there's a motif which just tells me one thing. Gays are in charge of this. Absolutely. We are in charge of this. Oh, we, yes. Nope, I'm sorry. There's Someone's no great orange taste. eggs. Nope. Tiffany, no <laughs> orange eggs. It's pastels this year. It is pastels. Yeah. Get that orange egg out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> I love that you done that you did this as a child. Yeah. I guess I, I don't remember it very much other than seeing the pictures in the dress my mom made me with bloomers and a bonnet. I mean, I was definitely that kid. Well, so you're mm-hmm. cosplaying that. Uh, absolutely. Although that was real life. <laughs> <laughs> And it still would be if it could. Absolutely. <laughs> my brother in the, the, the sweater, my grandma knit him, and he had these little high socks up to his knees and the black and white what, the spat shoes, and oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, I guess you roll these eggs down, <laughs> and, of course, you can eat them after, and then you get this, like, commemorative wooden egg. Now, I don't know if they do that anymore. This was, granted, the mid-'80s. Yeah. So Budget cuts um, and all. I mean, uh-huh. right. You just never know, but yeah. Um, now, now the commemorative egg is made out of an old McDLT carton. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> never, yeah. never will. Non combustible. Yeah, not biodegradable. Yep. <laughs> there you go, kids. It's everlasting. Yeah, that's right. And with a little painting of a bunny. I'm just glad that Easter bunnies um, have gotten less creepy over the years. I was looking yeah. at some uh, pictures of vintage mall Easter uh, Easter bunnies. Ooh creepy as hell oh my they are the, truly the stuff of nightmares and horror movies why do we do uh, this to ourselves oh yeah thank you why I, there's a picture of mm. me on a on a on a 70s era easter bunny and i'm pretty sure that bunny in his spare time had people in as well <laughs> you know I mean? i'm sure right. absolutely oh, the creator of the costume like what are you thinking yeah <laughs> 
Whoa! They just look horrifying. Just absolutely. Even more than like mall Santas. I think mall Easter bunnies can be far creepier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're right, though. They're not that creepy anymore. They're just And remember, uh, kids, if you're listening, these, these bunnies are just helping out the main Easter bunny. That that main Easter bunny, you know. Yeah. He's magic. But yeah. That, our Easter bunny the... just brought an electric toothbrush. Oh. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Spider-Man themed? Absolutely. Okay. And the Easter Bunny knew that there was going to be an epic egg hunt with the cousins. So that was really all we needed. Actually, it ended up being indoors. It was really fun. And so they're my brother's kids, cousins on the other side. There's a lot of them. And so it's so cute. They do it in rounds. The little kids go first. And then, you know, they get older and older as they come down. But it was just so cute to see them open up their eggs. And then what? Candies they were trading, and which ones were coveted? Of course, the Reese's peanut butter cups, the oh, Twizzlers yes. they all loved, but the York peppermint patty was getting no love. Well, I mean, from the children, they're good. One, one's enough. I don't oh. need. A, oh, yeah, no. that that's a that's a, that is mature candy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We were talking about it's like that's like the black licorice. You know, they're like oh, cousins. Keep that away. Oh, oh you guys disgusting. don't like black licorice now? Disgusting. Sick. That is the work of the devil. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. It's black my favorite. Liquor. It's Satan. Satan's Satan. When you're waiting to be processed oh. in hell, that's what's in the waiting room. Oh yeah. my gosh, I love they give black licorice a, now. They give you a no. carton of Mike and Ike's and they're like, <laughs> that's right. feel hot in here? Oh, Your man. number's 174. Stay right there. <laughs> Go out here and be yourself. Wow. Right, Do we need to talk about this tomorrow? Tomorrow, yes. <laughs> yes, UVU. Have a great day. We love you so much. Don and Steve experience up next.